0: Welcome aboard this week's podcast of Dudes Dish Disney. No cupcakes, sparkles, or glitter mouse ears here, just Dudes Dishing Disney. This episode of Dudes Dish Disney is sponsored by Magic Vacations. Magic Vacations, discover the magic of travel. And now, your hosts, the dudes of Dudes Dish Disney. Hello, everyone. And welcome to Dudes Dish Disney. Joining us today is Jonathan, our producer and resident tech dude. What's going on, guys? Also joining us is Ryan, our co-host, the number one Disney dude. What's up, dudes? And I'm Congo Carl, former Jungle Cruise skipper, here to guide you through this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Aloha, dudes! Aloha! Aloha! Today on Dudes Dish Disney, we're going to an island, not just any island, but to the tropical Pacific island of Oahu, Hawaii. And to help us on our trip planning, we needed to invite some very special guests today, our own MVP Hawaii experts, our own messengers of a greater authority. Paul. And Ashley Afliette, welcome, Paul, and welcome for the first time, Ashley. Thanks Thanks for having us, guys. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourselves and specifically how long the Afliettes have been part of the Magic Vacations Ohana.
1: So we've been with Magic Vacations for about two and a half years now. Um, We started because we were already planning all of our friends and family's Disney trips, and they said, hey, you guys should look into doing this so we decided why not let's take a chance and here we are two and a half years later
2: two and a half years later and they're an mvp power couple (laughs) (laughs) they are you're only as
3: good as the team you're on so fortunately for us we've got a great group of people that we work with that are able to step up and 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 fill the void when we need it so that's why
0: we
2: love you guys
0: (laughs) No, you guys are off and and you're you're just the right people for today's topic about disney's Alani Resort and Paul and Ashley have agreed to share with us their experience there. So, and they've had several wonderful experiences there. So, start us off, when was your very first trip to Alani?
1: So, our very first trip was right before the world shut down due to COVID. Um so we were some of the last people to stay at Alani. We traveled at the end of February in 2020. Um we went on a ten-day trip. We started our trip at Hilton Hawaiian Village and finished with eight nights at Alani. Uh,
3: eight or nine nights. Yeah. Well, yeah, eight nights, nine. Yeah, nine days. Yeah.
0: You can't go the same amount of days and nights. We've tried it and travel, and it just doesn't work.
1: Especially when you go to Hawaii, because you kind of lose a day on the way there and on the way back.
3: And the thing is, too, with flights out of uh, where we're from in, in uh, Massachusetts, um, there's there aren't flights every day that go to and from Hawaii to Boston. Uh, I think it's every other day. Well, there
1: are flights that go every day, but not nonstop. Nonstop. Yes,
3: correct. Correct. Thank you. Um, so you kind of have to time it that way. Um, you know, kind of got to book the trip around the flights.
0: You I know, and that's well. really what I wanted to ask you about, because being from the East Coast, you know, there's a lot of Caribbean islands that are easier to get to Hawaii. So was there something magical about Hawaii that was calling you?
1: I mean, I think it was just on both of our bucket lists, but what made us return is just the way that it made us feel. I don't know. It's kind of hard to describe until you've been there, but
3: I've kind of joked around, you know, when I'm there and I, I I don't even know if it's necessarily a joke, but when I'm there, it literally feels like my soul has been there before. If that even as weird and as corny as it sounds, I just feel so connected to that beach and that Island and that resort. It just feels like, like I've been there before yet I haven't really been there before I just feel so connected to the land and the beaches and the ocean
0: it's it's something that's pretty indescribable it's
1: definitely a feeling that you get while you're there
0: see that's what I hear is the common theme of people who keep returning to Hawaii that truly there's something that draws them in and keeps drawing them back and I, I remember having conversations with you folks about how you kept going there and you had that same experience. And I find that fascinating. It's um, you know, some people are drawn to the Polynesian resort over and over, but I think Hawaii is the real thing. I think Moana would say it calls you Carl. <laughs> <laughs> and that will be the last reference. To Princess <laughs> tonight. <laughs> All right, so now you've gone there a couple of times, but let it for our listeners' sake. When you check into the resort, what's your initial impression when you show up and you walk in? Describe for us, you know, what that impression is of the resort.
3: Uh, well, for anyone that stayed at a Disney resort, um, Alani has that Disney lobby smell. Uh, so as soon as you walk in through those doors, the the smell. Um, hits you, and it's, you know, I don't want to give too much away, but it's kind of like a a Hawaiian coconut um, smell, but it's completely intoxicating. It it just kind of pulls you in, Uh, and then you you walk in, and it's this grand lobby, um, two-story peak, um, similar to the Polynesian, um, but just more open, Uh, and as soon as you walk in, the You go straight out and there's an actual uh, balcony. It's
1: a lanai. A lanai,
3: yeah, that just overlooks um, the resort in in itself. And you kind of just walk out there and you realize how massive the the resort actually is. Uh, You can't even see the beach um, from from that lanai right outside the lobby. The the property is so large, Um, but it just there's so many things going on there. That it it p- kind of pulls you, it's like, wow, like what is that? I need to go down there and go check it out. We look at that mountain. Is that a water slide? Like we need to go that way. So just being on that Lanai, the excitement just kicks in and you see the, the 19 story, you know, buildings on each side of you. Um, it's overwhelming, but in a in a really, really good way.
1: Yeah, and the lanai is situated with a whole bunch of different day beds that you can sit and relax on. Below the lanai is um, the Alelo room, which at night has live music and live entertainment. So it's a really nice place just to like sit and relax. Um, You can hear the music from there. And then inside the lobby, there's other little lounges. Um, There.
0: Ashley, you posted the cutest pictures. And I think it was a movie of you and the boys as you were in in that lobby. And I think uh, Paul might have been checking you in. And it was a, it was a great montage of pictures and a movie that you posted. And, uh, it really, when I saw it, I said, what a great start to the vacation you guys are having.
1: It's the same Disney welcome home experience that you receive at all the Disney resorts. Absolutely.
3: Um, check-in process is probably 10, 15 minutes, super quick and easy. You can actually do online check-in before you arrive, which expedites the whole process. But so once you get to the front desk, it's just a matter of them, uh, confirming everything and and it's 10 minutes in and out. Uh, There's enough staff there to actually keep the line moving uh, where you're not really waiting in an actual line. Um, They they kill it with the uh, customer service.
1: So this is actually a cool tip too that a lot of the staff wasn't even aware of when we went there for the second time. Your magic bands will work to unlock your room door and for your charging privileges on site too, as well as the garage, the parking garage.
3: So that is a Disney tip for the Alani staff because they were <laughs> not aware of that and they were blown away, um, but yeah, she's right. Um, it was really cool to just be able to bring a couple magic bands and not have to worry about a room key. Um, it just goes back to that Disney touch that everyone just always talks about. Um, they really have thought of everything
0: So speaking of room keys, what are some of your room options at Aulani? Uh, So uh, they have a studio,
3: which is really small. It has a really small kitchenette with a small fridge, sink, toaster oven, coffee. It's a coffee pot or a uh, Keurig? Coffee pot. Coffee pot, yeah. Uh, A bed with a pull-out couch. Uh, The room is really tight, but you get some decent views there. Um, And there's different... um, categories based on the view that you have you can have an island view you can have a pool view you can have an ocean view um and then once you jump up from that category you can go into a one bedroom which is something that we would definitely recommend you have a full kitchen uh like any standard one bedroom villa that you would stay at any of the disney properties in in florida full kitchen with uh, a full-size fridge freezer Uh, dishwasher, um, the whole nine yards, pots and pans, everything's, um, you know, provided for you. Uh, But the biggest kicker for us, especially having two little boys, is uh, the washer and dryer in the room. So to just be able to be, you know, to be able to do laundry in the room. And uh, especially
1: when you're going for a long trip, it's just nice to have that luxury feature. um,
3: But one bedrooms are great. Uh, We've also stayed in a two bedroom, which was unbelievable. Uh, We shared that with Ashley's parents. That one sleeps nine. Okay. There's one room with one king size bed. And then there's another room with two queen size beds in the same room. Is that correct? Yeah. And then they have a pullout couch. So that's two, four, six. The pullout couch is eight. And then there's a Murphy bed under the TV, which sleeps nine. So so if
0: Ryan's going with his extended large Irish family, he's getting a two bedroom villa. If I'm just going with my wife. I can probably make the one bedroom if we want a little place to stretch out.
4: Absolutely. And uh, yeah.
0: if Jonathan's going by himself, he can use the studio.
3: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they also have a uh, a three bedroom um, for when you guys all decide to go together and bring all your families. You'll have plenty of room. I think that sleeps uh, sixteen or, or something ridiculous. Twelve. 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 Okay. But the it's, way
2: i see it three bedrooms is going to be one bedroom for me one bedroom for carl and and john because john apparently has to sleep in his own room otherwise and one bedroom for you guys right so that that's a party yeah that's, definitely. we don't need to get to me we don't need to put 12 people in there we just need to all have our own space and plus all three
3: bedroom uh villas actually face the ocean so wow. they're the they're the end caps of those towers um so you you'll have uh ocean
2: view uh guaranteed so we'll call those the dude rooms yeah because those are the rooms that the dudes want for sure yeah excellent
0: excellent so okay after we settle into our room what do you like to do first ashley when you're at the resort
1: um so we always go straight to the beach um typically we get an instacart order Delivered to us, unpack our order, and then put the kids in their bathing suits, go right to the beach and just kind of have a drink and relax. Um, The way our flights work out, it's already late evening in Massachusetts time by the time we get there. So kids are pretty much ready for bed. But of course, they go straight into the ocean. We sit and relax, and then we usually put them to bed that first night.
3: Yeah. So a huge tip for us, you know, like she mentioned, the Instacart, uh, depending on the room size that you have. We'll get uh, items delivered to the room to cut back on on cost and, and you know, not having to eat out every single meal. Um, also with even,
1: kids, like you, they live off snacks. So,
3: And even also for me, I live off beer. So I'll get a couple of cases of beer delivered to the room, stock up the fridge, and I won't have to worry about paying $14 a beer at the bar. I'll pack a disposable cooler with me and um pack that up uh every single day and just bring it down to the beach and, and fill it all up right coffee.
0: very important but, now for the dudes a question so what's the local beer of choice out there when you're there paul uh, uh kona
3: brewing is definitely hands down um the go-to um i usually get a couple different variety packs there's there's a few flavors that i i love in particular um I'm a very simple person, so I usually go by the color of the can. I like the blue cans the best. <laughs> I'm not sure exactly which flavor that one is.
1: About the longboards.
2: I think the long yeah the long longboards yeah great.
1: right we have uh, those. Those are my favorite stronger. as
2: well.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Take the blue pill, Paul. The red pill
0: <laughs> you Down the rabbit hole. There are quite a few activities at the resort. Which ones pique your interest for on-site activity, John?
4: That Paul and Ashley can tell you more about. So I'm, I wouldn't say it's just one in particular for me, it's all the uh, activities out on the uh, oceanfront that pique my interest the most. Again, being just like you guys from uh, Massachusetts, uh, being out in the water, especially in the summer when it's warm, you you just got to do it. So is there something out there that kind of brings back that home vibe, but definitely is that Hawaiian feel that you just got to do?
3: They have like little tiny bags of beach toys that they can give to the to the kids. So that's one thing that our kids absolutely love to do when we go to the beach. um, Here in Massachusetts on the south coast, our kids you give them a bucket and a shovel and they're digging holes and building forts and tunnels uh, and Alani provides that. So they have a, a check-in checkout system and they have enough bags of sand toys for each child to go up and grab. And then they can just be able to, to play on the beach and not have to worry about bringing those sandy toys back to the room. Uh, same with boogie boards. Um, that's another thing that they actually have complimentary down at the uh, at the beach. And you just go and flash your room key and you, you check it out. And when you're done with it, you, you check it back in. Uh, it's small things like that that you know they they try to alleviate you having to spend additional money with it being included and not having to to go to a gift shop to buy that kind of stuff for your kids to be preoccupied with to for something that you're probably just going to end up leaving in the uh the ice ice Once machine pack room. Sand
1: toys? yeah
3: most people end up leaving that stuff in the um you know in the ice machine room or the vending room um so that's not something that you know you want
0: to do is spend how money many on shovels something. come in I'm, that sand kit? I just want to know
1: quite a bit. Yeah, like they bit. let you pick the kit, and they're all different.
0: So if we all grabbed the shovel, we could dig a big enough hole and throw John in it and bury him in the sand. I, why am I
4: know? the sure. one getting buried here? I, you wanted I saw to be right there with the activities away. on. The-
2: <laughs> I saw that coming a mile away. I'm just surprised it was John and not me that you were digging a hole for.
1: <laughs> in addition to the complimentary sand toys and boogie boards, they also have paddleboard rentals. And they have a catamaran that you can go out. Um, ah,
2: you're talking. Is, yeah. is there booze on the catamaran? No. I'm I'm out.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we've never done it, cooler. before, Ryan.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the most drunk I've ever been on a boat on the on the water is in Hawaii on a catamaran, uh, just not at Alani. But it's uh, like yeah.
1: a it's like a Hawaiian canoe style catamaran. I don't know if you can picture it, but.
3: I could see that, yeah. It's, yeah, something similar to what you have to, um, to
1: literally paddle it,
2: like Moana, yes, like with my, Moana. right? Very so, A lot of work and no booze. Yep, exactly. Some people are into that. Some people are into that. Not And me, I am not those people.
0: people. <laughs> so those are things that you've described. It's not a lot, like a lot of fun that you can kind of do at your own leisure. Do this, do that, right? Uh, surf, boat ride, etc. Uh, are there like some organized activities
1: that are not to miss? Um, it's just a make your own mini ears class. Um, so they give you all the tools that you need, a hot glue gun, all the flowers and everything. Um, so I made a really cute pair of ears.
0: Yeah, it was something. It's cool just with... a
1: really nice souvenir to have.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Getting away from the ears. Let's talk about your boys and surfing lessons. I saw so, some nice pictures of them catching away. Uh,
1: we did do surfing lessons. However, we did not do surfing lessons at Alani. We did that offsite.
0: Right, because when I think of Hawaii, I think of all the excursions and things that you see all over the island of Oahu. So what are some of those things, you know, surfing included, that you do off property that are not to be missed?
3: Uh, well, we took a drive up to the Dole Plantation, which was really cool to see, like, you know, all the Dole Pineapples. And took a little tour of the the mm-hmm. farm and took a little train uh, ride through the farm. And it showed all the different types of uh, fruits and veggies that they were growing there. He had a Dole Whip. They actually had a Dole Whip um, ice cream stands uh, in the souvenir shop.
1: And actually, that souvenir shop at the Dole Plantation is probably one of the best souvenir shops on the island. So if you do go to the Dole Plantation, plan to spend some time there and bring a little bit of money with you so you can grab some souvenirs.
3: I'm not a big Dole Whip person, um, and Ashley is, and she raves about these Dole Whips. I guess the, the chunks of pineapple are whipped into the the ice cream itself so you're kind of getting like a chunky it's a little
1: bit different yeah. yeah
0: original old school dole whips that those of us who got hooked on them back in the day that's how they were all made everywhere right because dole was the sponsor and they and that's what i've heard hawaii still makes them the proper way yeah so so you guys have done that
2: yeah um so, i know so carl is that is that how they were making dole whips in the 50s at disneyland
0: Actually, I think, Ryan, they were made somewhere (laughs) around the 70s that way. So um, and you guys also did a great excursion. Uh, I saw your photo journal on it uh, with the boys to Pearl Harbor. Yeah.
3: Yeah, that was something that's always been on my bucket list. Um, We did it the first time we went, and it was such a somber uh, place to be but so rich with history.
1: In all Um, honesty, we were worried about bringing two rambunctious little boys to Pearl Harbor. We weren't sure how they would receive it. If they would be rude, if they wouldn't understand, but just something about being at Pearl Harbor, it just speaks to you. You don't, it doesn't even need to be in any words. They just got it. They understood. They were so well-behaved. We were so proud of them. They
3: were very respectful. You know, we, we went the second, a second time around, uh, earlier this year. And, um, you know, we took the, the boat over to, to, to take a look at the memorial service and actually had a gentleman um, that is a volunteer uh, that is a, a former military. Um, and he was just talking about everything that 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 happened that day, literally, like, almost right down to the minute, but just like spitting it out, like everything was going on. And Hundred people just you know listening to a story, and it was good to just look down at your kids and just see that they're paying attention and listening to the story and understanding like exactly where they are and how important it is in, in history, you know. So, I
1: think what really hit them too is they say that the oil is still leaking from the SS USS Arizona, and if
3: you look into the ocean, you can actually see like the oil um circles at the top of the water and they're like oh look the 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 oil is still leaking look i can see some oil i see
1: a hidden mickey out of it
3: yeah so like they they kind of like correlate the story to like what's actually happening like right over the ledge of the balcony so that was
0: really great to see was you know the history aspect of that um that's a beautiful story um so but you did take them surfing now did you go to the north shore beaches to teach them to surf or waikiki
1: um, so the first trip, we took them to Waikiki. The second trip, we went off um, to the North Shore, and we did Uncle Brian's, which we highly recommend.
0: So tell us the differences between those two beaches and those experiences, because, you know, some people may not get to do both on their first trip. So tell us a little bit about each.
3: Uh So Waikiki <clears throat> kind of reminded me of, like, Miami Beach. Just high-rises everywhere, like super, um City. like, Huh. City. City, yeah. Uh, but the beach was packed. You know, it was like a good vibe. Everyone was having a good time. And um, but it was just the
1: surfing was really close to shore too.
3: Yeah, with with, there was a lot of rocks. Um, then we went to the north shore. It was a lot more like mellow and laid back. Um, people always say the north shore is like known for the waves, but where they did the, the surfing lesson. Uh, It was very calm uh, and we felt really, really comfortable and safe with the boys. Um, Our oldest, Nolan, is a very, very good swimmer. um, And our youngest actually had one of the instructors on the back of his board the whole time. Yes, Uh, they
1: rode tandem together. They
3: rode tandem for the whole one hour lesson. Uh, And this poor kid was like a high school, um, you know, 17 year old kid, like just working on the weekends. But he was you could just tell he had it when it came to like just working with kids and, and being hands-on and like, it, it, it was just incredible to see. Like I, I can definitely picture that kid being a, a elementary school teacher when he grows up.
1: Yeah. He was awesome. Um,
3: and I, I put, I I give credit to the, to the surfing school. I, I definitely think they they're particular about the, the, the people that are actually giving the instructions because they know it's a lot of young kids from, from the States that are coming over to, take the surf lessons and they want to make sure that these people are coming back. So they did a great job. Yeah. So,
1: go ahead.
2: Well, when I was in Hawaii, when I was in Hawaii, I, I was, uh, I stayed in Waikiki and we knew somebody who lived on the Island who picked us up and took us to the North shore. And uh I remember just him saying to me, like Waikiki is where the tourists come. So that's why you get all the high rises and stuff. And they said the North shore is really more like where the Hawaiians go to vacation on the island like they go to the north shore like it's calmer it's more relaxed it's away from everything they do a lot of the big surf competitions there in the north shore that's why that they always talk about the bigger waves carl your dude kelly slater probably hangs out there quite a bit right um but yeah i everything that i experienced is exactly like what you guys said is it's just it, it there's a big difference between the two they're they're not far from each other really I mean a couple hours you know not even about, it's
1: maybe like a 45 minute right, ride or an right. hour but it's a totally different vibe
2: right it is it's 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 like going from northern California to southern California only not even nearly as much distance between the two yeah, yeah. and
1: that's something that we just kept saying to each other the whole trip long was this is such a vibe I don't know just <laughs> it was such a feeling
3: yeah it was great it was the north shore was uh we we actually went to another beach on the north shore and there was a lifeguard on a atv on an atv and the kids couldn't even get to where the ocean like broke into the sands and he like pulled right up and he was like they can't go anywhere near that water this water will suck them right in uh and these waves were, were, were huge huge we couldn't even talk to each other because the waves were so loud and deafening um but it, I mean, there are parts of the North shore that are, you know, definitely off limits, but you know, there are parts where, like you said, that's where the, the Hawaiians go to, to relax and hang out. And it's kind of off the beaten path. And um, it's nice. I mean, I, I can't say enough good things about, um, you know, the North
0: shore. When I think of the North shore, I just think of the opening scene of Elvis and blue Hawaii as he drove up there on the beach side and just hung out with there. That was, you couldn't wait to get back on the island and just hang out. And that's, like you say, the total vibe. So, I mean, when you go on vacations, you want to kind of recreate some of these experiences. So one of the other excursions is Kualoa Ranch. Have you folks been there and what's it like?
1: I think we should start by telling them what Kualoa Ranch is. Okay. Yeah,
0: why don't you go So Kualoa
1: and- Ranch is a piece of property on Hawaii, um, which is most famous for being seen in different movies. Um, famous movies and basically the ranch is a piece of property that's like
3: what's like a sacred land
1: it's like the most sacred prosperous land in Hawaii
0: Um, yeah Kualoa's was the ancient ones right so all the historical descendants of kings and gods came through there right so it's really ancient Hawaiian lore and the reason I would was attracted to it and wanted to ask you questions is that my family is big in horseback riding. And my understanding is they had beautiful chances to ride all through that property.
1: Yep. So they do have horseback riding. <clears throat> they have a beach break tour. They have a movie set tour, a Jurassic Park tour. Um This
3: last trip we did an ATV tour, um, which was awesome because there's like all these different muddy trails and you're kind of driving through these massive puddles and you kind of, you know, kick it when you're going into the puddle and everyone's getting soaked. Everyone's wearing their bandanas <laughs> and there's mud all over your face and hair. And our boys are uh, our boys had a blast. Uh, we got to see different sites from the movies Kong and uh, Jurassic Park, Jurassic World,
1: 51st
3: States. 51st dates. Um, it was it was so awesome. But just the views itself, you know, just the mountains. It, it, it's incredible.
0: It's, it's unbelievable. And that's not very far from the resort.
1: It's about a 45 minute ride.
0: Nice, nice. All the
1: way across the island.
0: So one of my bucket list trips would be a golf trip to the Hawaiian Islands. And right next door to Ilani is the Koalini Golf Course. And it's recognized by Golf Digest as one of the top 75 resort courses in the United States. And there's about 10 courses that Disney talks about on the island relatively close. I mean, that whole Coalina area, right, is very close. Lots of activities there. Have you experienced any of that?
3: Uh, we haven't experienced it um, ourselves, but it really is. It's literally right across the street from the resort. As soon as you walk out of the lobby and, and down the hill of uh, you know the, the driveway, um, it's right across the street. Uh, Kualina, it's a
1: beautiful course. Yeah,
3: it's a gorgeous course. Uh, it's actually kind of sandwiched in between Alani and the um there's like a little shopping center right on the other side of the course. Um it, you know, it's one of the two, one of the holes um is on that end. But it's funny because you kind of have to go you know, cut cut through to uh to, to get to the shopping center. But it's um there's a ton of stuff to do out in, in that little shopping plaza in
0: Collina yeah, so i'm I'm you know, look at, I'm guessing that shopping plaza has a great place to buy some Hawaiian shirts. The cheesy Hawaiian
3: shirts in the corner, and they've got the little Hawaiian uh, women the that Hula you put dances. the whole of the that you put on your dashboards in the car. And then they have like a whole grocery store section. They have a liquor store. They have beers. They have f- fresh food that they cook daily. Um, they no. no, no. I was
0: looking for like a world class, expensive, high end Hawaiian shirt. Hold Not up, 7 Eleven shirt. No, Hold no, on. A no.
2: man <laughs> just told you there are Hawaiian shirts right next to the toilet paper in the convenience store. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Alani actually has some gift shops that are pretty high end that I think you might find a nice, a nice Hawaiian shirt in.
3: Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I'll be the first to admit I bought a Hawaiian shirt in the alani gift shop uh, i think i paid like 175 dollars for it um
4: that a boy
3: that a boy look of, it's another downside <laughs> of getting all your beers instacart delivered to your room and just bahama? i'll take it
2: was it like tommy bahama because i know tommy bahama does a lot with disney yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah so so here's my really my question is that we're getting as you know we always look at the dude perspective on this show. So we talked a little bit about this golf course that's so beautiful, and I've seen pictures of it, it's amazing. So in your opinion, could this resort accommodate a dude's trip of surfing, golf, and then hitting a few tiki bars?
3: Oh, absolutely. Um, Like everything you just mentioned, you've got the golf, you've got the resort itself, the beach is gorgeous. They've got some really good restaurants on property, got some nice restaurants across the street from the property uh you can go drive up to the north shore and do some surfing go check out pearl harbor like we mentioned
1: hike diamond head hike
3: diamond head which is something that we haven't even talked about um what's the waterfall that we swam under Waimea
1: falls. Waimea
3: falls very dude waterfall you can swim in uh you know right behind uh, into the waterfall um there's there's so much to do uh, either for you know just a, a guy's trip or just a husband and wife or a family there really is a little bit of everything
2: they've got some dude characters on property too right isn't there some character experiences that the dudes might like
3: oh definitely they've got
2: um goofy
3: they have max which is a Goofy's son yeah he's
2: he, i don't think he gets enough credit for being like such a great character
1: he's a rare
2: yeah very I rare agree. i agree we did a character draft and i i John and Carl for skipping him in that draft so.
3: yeah I remember that one I agree um Donald's there Mickey, and Mickey of course um and then they've got like the Japanese influence of characters um Duffy's one and Duffy's the, the Duffy boy. Bear yeah. Duffy Bear is a boy Shelley May she- yeah um
2: but, not
1: really a dude character <laughs> yeah but
2: Duffy's Stitch um, too right Stitch is there yeah Stitch, Stitch is, is there, there. yeah so I mean that that's awesome. I mean, just from a you know, th- that ties in the Disney to it too, you know, is it's it's a beautiful resort and there's a lot of Disney around the resort, especially like the value that you get, the service that you get. But then you have the the Disney characters. It's just like it's just like getting off the cruise ship and going to Castaway Key, right? Is that's like, you know, that sure it's an island, but then you walk in and you see Jack Sparrow, you know. That's so right. like, yeah.
1: The thing about it, too, is I know like it is a Disney resort, but the Disney elements are so well hidden. Like you almost have to look for them. The character meets. They're not just right in front. They're usually like not by the pool. They're not on main walkways. They're kind of like hidden through back gardens and you really kind of have to look and see where they're going to meet and greet that day. Um, But yeah, there are elements of Disney, like even in the elevator, when you listen to the elevator music, it's. Disney theme songs, but with a Hawaiian twist. So like
3: everything's played on the ukulele and, you know, they're singing, it's a small world,
0: you know, it's, it's catchy. It's, it's, it's Disney,
1: um, but it's so Hawaii. It's so much more Hawaiian than it is Disney. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So, you know, you don't go on a big trip like this without eating and drinking. And I know there's some wonderful bars and restaurants at Olani, but beforehand, before we get there, I really wanted to, you know, I've done a little research and I don't know how much you go off property, but there is a whole slew of these wonderful tiki bars that are not far from the property itself. Like almost like, in, it's between actually between the property and heading up to Diamond Head, there's like a gazillion of them. I mean, Skull and Trown Trading Company, the Kotiki tiki Terrace, uh tiki's grill and bar arnold's beach Bar, is coconuts i mean these are great classic tiki bars did you get a chance to do any of these while you're on your trip
3: no we didn't we drove by so many of them on our way to diamond head um but every time we've gone to diamond head we've gone for sunrise so we're it that is diamond head is literally like the other side of the island so it's a, about an hour drive, hour and 10 minutes with traffic.
1: And it gets really busy, and we honestly don't want to hike it midday.
3: Yeah. So we try to get there for like 5 30, 6 a.m.,
1: we're do the up hike with for the sunrise. sunrise.
3: Time yeah. We're up with the time change. So by the time we're driving back by these places, it's, um, you know, it's, it's like
1: mid morning. Yeah.
3: 9, 9.30. <laughs> and then by the time we get settled, you're there, just closing
0: up from the night before, is what you're telling me.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Yeah, so we, by the time we get back to the resort, you know, the kids are settled in on the beach or at the pool, and we kind of just call it a day and just hang out there. Um, so, unfortunately, we've never uh, stopped by. That's anything. okay.
0: Just put it on your bucket
3: list we next will. time you're We're back, right?
1: Yeah, we have to have food it because trucks, we wanna, though.
0: We want a full report. That's a that's a great take for either uh, a solo trip or maybe if the uh, the kids have a in-room babysitter. You can have a night out at the Tiki bars. Isn't,
2: isn't the Tiki bar a little bit less special in Hawaii though? Like, isn't it, isn't a Tiki bar more special in like Massachusetts than it is in Hawaii? Cause isn't everything <laughs> in Hawaii, like a Tiki bar. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: Technically I, I
3: would say so. Yeah, definitely.
0: Right. So, <laughs> um, so what are the, some of your favorite, you know, bars and restaurants Um at the resort or nearby the resort that you would recommend and give some tips to?
1: Um, so our very first trip there, we arrived on Valentine's Day. So for Valentine's dinner, we went and we had dinner at Ama Ama, which is their signature style restaurant at Alani. So we had great views. We sat there and watched the sunset. We had an amazing meal. Um, so that's that's definitely a nicer restaurant on property. Um, If you're looking to celebrate something, um, or even like a last night of your trip, just kind of reminisce. We also really like Makahiki, which is their character dining. Um, It used to be set up buffet style, but now it's just off the menu. Um, So again, they have different characters for breakfast and for dinner. However, right now I think they only have characters at breakfast.
3: Uh, one of my favorites was off property right across the street on the other side of uh, Coalina Golf Course, which was the Monkey Pod uh, Cafe. Uh, they actually seemed like five, six nights a week. They had live music every single night. It's all completely open, uh, no walls. So you're just eating like outside, listening to, to some, you know, young woman on a on a guitar, you know, doing cover songs and, just a, such a great atmosphere and you literally look across the street and you see Alani uh, completely lit up. Uh, so it's, and the meal's great. I mean, I had a really good steak there, the, the drink menu. Um, it wasn't your standard drink menu. You they know, have a
1: happy hour too.
3: Yeah. So it's, it, it's right up our alley. You know, it, it was nice to just we probably eat there like twice both trips because uh, the dinner was so good. So that's definitely something I would recommend would be the monkey
0: pod cafe the monkey pod cafe sounds like a place we can get into some trouble with. <laughs> Jonathan, you have questions for uh Paul and Ashley on uh, advice and tips?
4: So, the one thing I want to know is again, we we all know Alani's not cheap. Um and there are so many options when you get out there. What makes this resort unique? compared to others, again, we know it's Disney, we know it's the Disney flair, but what other aspects makes this so worth the cost and so worth going back time and time again?
1: I think the main thing is the location. You cannot beat the location. It is heaven on earth.
4: Yeah, the
3: beach is, it's, I mean, we've been to 27 different Caribbean islands together, um, you know, but Hawaii, that, that specific beach is the most gorgeous beach i've ever been on uh and again just referring back to all the different places we've been around the world
1: the water is so clear the sand is so nice it just reminds me that opening scene of moana if you've seen it i know it's a it's a cartoon but what they did depicting it is exactly like alani beach um it's amazing. So I think the number one thing would definitely be location.
3: Uh, for me, I would probably say the the um, the service. Um, it's definitely, a you know, it's a five star resort. Um, and then you, you add that Disney flair that you mentioned. Um, just picture the nicest Disney resort you've stayed at, you know, in Florida, whether it be, you know, the Polynesian, the Riviera Beach Club, uh, Grand Floridian. Uh, if you're, you know, if that's the type of resort you're interested in, um, it's it's like that, but just you know, magnified. Everyone will literally just go above and beyond for you. Um, the staff, you know, changing the rooms, just the people down at the pool. Uh, every everyone is it's just I know that's their job, but they just really do go above and beyond, and it just feels like the service is just on another level from any other resort we've ever been in uh been stayed at in the world.
1: The grounds are great too. I don't know if it's just because it's Hawaii, but it's so lush and tropical and just the plants and the trees and the flowers and it's just amazing. I mean your um,
0: video that you've shown with your kids, I mean the pool looks like a water park.
3: Yeah. And that was one thing I was actually just going to mention, you know, to to wrap up the you know for your question jonathan the resort itself you have a lazy river you have two water slides you have like three or four different pools you have three hot tubs you have the beach it, it the, litera- the activities there you know when you mentioned eating off resort or going and do this like we have everything we need to fill our our families uh, day at that resort there's no reason for us to go anywhere else it's all all packed into that one place where you have the restaurant you have you eat somewhere for lunch you can eat somewhere completely different for dinner
1: it almost feels like a sin to leave the property
3: yeah there was some days where i was just you know she was like oh we got to go sightseeing we're gonna go to the east coast of the island and i'm like i don't i don't want to go do that i want to hang out by the pool i want to go to the beach it, it's it's it can't you can't beat that. I haven't stayed at a resort. The, the closest thing I've seen to that is probably Stormalong Bay at the Beach Club, as far as a resort with you know all the amenities that it offers. Um, so to you know the long-winded answer, Jonathan, I, I would I'd definitely add that in there as well.
0: So Ryan, I know you've been to Hawaii, you know, and enjoyed it, and you're you've been a resource for us here on the show about Hawaii. But what do you want to learn? From the off that Alani has that we haven't covered yet.
2: I got two little kids at home. Um, so I want to know what my little dude and my little dudette can do while mom and dad go and enjoy their adults only stuff at, at the park. Can you tell us a little bit about the kids' club and the tips and tricks that you might have for kids?
1: Yeah, so our boys loved Auntie's Beach House. <laughs> which is
3: their kids club.
1: It's set up literally like your auntie's beach house. It's a massive area for the kids to go in. And each section of the house, it's set up like a home has different activities. So they have a living room area. That's just tons of princess dresses. And your daughter can dress up there as any princess that she wants. The back area is just all games so just think um
3: we had like playstations and xboxes and um that's where our eight-year-old spent most of his time was uh you know playing playstation because
2: you know when you go to hawaii why wouldn't you want to go play playstation right
1: yeah they had so a when, mass <laughs> when
2: you're 89 it doesn't matter where you are you want to play playstation Yeah.
1: yeah. sometimes <laughs>
2: when you're 39
1: also they have like a massive family room, TV room where they just play Disney, different Disney movies on the loop um, with just comfortable couches there, beanbag chairs. There's always some kind of movie playing there. Um, and then they have an outdoor area that has like um, a swing set on it and tons of other outdoor activities that the kids can do. And it's all completely shaded with like these sun sails. So it's a really nice area with like some fake turf gra- grass for the kids to play on.
3: Our boys absolutely loved it. Uh, didn't open until eight 30 in the morning. And by seven 30 in the morning, they were begging to go down there. Uh, we actually had to beg them to stay with us and spend some time as a family. Um, but midway through the trip, we just gave up threw in the towel and embraced the one-on-one time that we actually had together. But um, the, the, the auntie's beach house in itself is Is a huge resource for the resort uh, and for parents alike.
1: Yeah, the check-in process um, that they make you go through, they give each child a magic band specific for Auntie's Beach House. So basically, when you come to pick up your child, they look up the magic band. They can tell you which part of Auntie's home your child is in, so you know exactly which room to head to to go pick up your child.
3: Yeah, that way they don't have, like, you know, these random adults just walking through Auntie's Beach House, you know, saying, Kevin, Kevin where's kevin you know they'll actually look it up on the computer and they'll be they'll say oh kevin is playing um playstation he's in the corner of this back room right here so you make a beeline straight to it because you you've already taken a tour of the, the the room the facility before you check them in so you know where everything is you know where that room is and um it's a quick 15 second pickup as opposed to you you know, looking like a
2: lunatic screaming your son's name. <laughs> because Auntie's
1: house house is big.
2: Yeah, it is big. It's really big. there is um, there is a chance too. If you have a kid named Kevin and it's the holidays and you went to Hawaii, you may have left him at home. Exactly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um but use utilizing that uh Auntie's beach house is great because they do actually have a spa on property, uh, which is great. Um we You know, it's just an amazing uh, spa service, all different types of packages. They have a outdoor shower system with 12 different showers that you can actually take out out there.
1: They mimic waterfalls. Yeah. And like shower mimics a different waterfall.
3: And each water, like each shower, the water hits your body at a different angle and it just feels completely different. Um,
2: It's incredible. It's unique, right? that's unique that's unique today I think that's the only outdoor spa that has that I I
3: think I remember a um a cast
2: member they are actually telling us that yeah
1: but just to jump back to aunties it's free which makes it even better
2: now that's a tip right there that's that's what we're talking about
0: (laughs) oh and Ashley what else have we missed what are some of your other great tips that you would give your clients typically because you have some very loyal long-time clients And uh, we don't want to give away all your secrets, but what are some of the tips that you would share to us?
1: Um, I would say on your very first day, make sure you head on down um, and get yourself a refillable mug. So that mug will be good for the entire length of your stay, similar to when you're at Walt Disney World. Um, But you can refill it as many times as you want with coffee, tea, soft drinks, water. Beer. um, no beer beer is not included
2: (laughs) (laughs) wait that's a business plan we need disney to start investing in frosty mugs that you can refill your beer in the entire time i'd pay i'd pay two hundred dollars a visit for that i'm just throwing that out there yeah same um
3: and to that point too uh ryan i know you're a big popcorn guy they do sell the refillable popcorn buckets as well um that i mean you it pretty you buy the bucket and it it pays for itself for the whole week so
1: yeah so that's a good snack to have um another one is the menahune trail so this is a, a good tip for your, your kids ryan so the menahune are little mischievous hawaiian men that you can find throughout the resort and um they have this interactive trail that you can do, which you go to the same spot where you would pick up your make your own mini ears. It's kind of like their library section and you pick up your iPad and it will send you on a trail throughout the resort to find these little mischievous menahune You can see what they're up to. Um, so some of them will like light things on fire right in front of you once you get to the correct spot on the trail. Yeah,
3: so you have like an interactive iPad with like um, a map. Um, um, There's a map on the screen, but on the back part of it, um, I think there's like a, a camera. And if you find like it'll give you a clue on something specific to the property. And if you go to that section of the property and then you face the iPad directly to the object, that was the clue. It'll activate it and then like a rock will come out of the ground and erupt, or like she said, like yeah. fire will shoot out of the, the top of one of the mountains. It'll
1: create a waterfall. Uh, a waterfall.
3: Like there's a little um little pond and like you'll see like all these like little fake ducks come up and look like ducks are like swimming at the top of the water. That whole trail itself uh is
1: it's a good hour.
3: Yeah. And our our boys absolutely loved it. And it was nice to get to do that and walk the property, you know, at dusk um, and and just get to see a whole different side of the property without rushing, you know, from the room to the beach room, to the pool, you slow down you're kind of taking in the elements and and the beauty of the resort. Yeah.
1: There's actually two different trails that you could do too. So you could eat up two different nights. Um, Again, like I mentioned, just sitting on the lanai, and listening to the live music. Uh,
3: one thing that we love about the resort is since it is owned by Disney, you can actually apply Disney gift cards to pay for the trip. So anyone that knows the the trick to to buy your Disney gift cards uh, at Target on your Target Red Card and you get the five percent off the purchase, you're saving yourself a couple. You know, depending on how much how many gift cards you're buying, you could potentially save yourself a couple hundred dollars as far as um, you know, buying your gift cards there and then paying the trip off that way. So that's one huge tip that we used in order to pay our trip off.
1: Yeah, another tip is the resort photographers. You'll pretty much see them mostly around sunset time down by the beach. Um, they also have photo packages that you can buy that will give you all your photos throughout the length of your trip. So I would definitely recommend to find those Disney photographers, take some sunset photos by the beach, um,
3: my biggest thing, too, is probably just making sure you're bringing enough money down there with you or just having enough money to spend because you will take your spouse to the gift shop and she will spend a lot of money in that gift shop. So you just want to make sure that you're financially prepared for that setback. And the um, gift shop
1: restocks every day. Uh, every day they have a new shipment.
3: I We all went with full suitcases. I somehow came. We bought a suitcase from the gift shop because it had Mickey and friends on it and it said paradise vibes in Hawaii. Um, she had to have it. Yeah. She had to have (laughs) it. We got a a purse. I got a,
1: I got a Judy and I I
3: I did get myself a $175 Hawaiian shirt, so I can't really talk too much, but, um, we spent a lot of money in that gift shop and it is probably one of the best gift shops I think we've ever shopped at on disney property
0: yeah just keep saying that it'll make you feel better yeah (laughs) (laughs) wonderful tips uh wonderful tips you know i want to thank you guys both for joining us it's always great to see you paul and ashley finally to get you on the show after all this long time you know if we have another great topic would you guys come back and join us oh of course all right so great and until then my hope dudes aloha dudes Aloha. Aloha, dudes. Aloha. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dudes Dish Disney. Please check us out on social media, on Facebook.com, at Dudes Dish Disney, on Instagram, at Dudes Dish Disney, on Twitter, at Disney underscore dish. Please visit our sponsor, Magic Vacations, at magicvacations.net. More than just a travel agency, Magic Vacations has over 60 Magic Vacation Planners committed to bringing you White Glove concierge service. Using a Magic Vacation Planner allows you to spend more time making memories and less time worrying about the details. For all your Disney, Universal, Cruise, and Global travel, go to magicvacations.net. Magic Vacations. Discover the magic of travel.